It's only November, but here is an interesting question to think about as life slowly returns to normal and people return to the office in greater numbers. Will the office Christmas party return this year? To be specific, will there be in-person holiday parties this year? If you're like me, we had one last year, but it was virtual. I'm still broadcasting from home, and while it's comfy, I will be returning to the office at some point, and I'm looking forward to returning to the office. Every company is handling that different. Everyone's doing it at different speeds. That depends on the layout of the office, the type of work, and, and on and on and on. I do think it'll be uh, sooner rather than later, but it's interesting how companies might handle this and handle the uh, return of its workforce. Uh, Wayne Berger is the president of IWG Americas and joins us now to talk about this. Uh, appreciate the time today. Good morning, Devin. How are you? Can you believe we're discussing holiday parties? Here we go. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a good discussion to have because it, it means we're we're kind of getting back to normal, which I think uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people are looking forward to. Absolutely. Absolutely. We So we are in the midst of this, you know, time where workers are returning to the office, maybe some offices uh, have more people in the office uh, than others. Uh, how should employers handle situations like the office Christmas party? Ours was virtual last year. Will we see a return to in-person uh, uh, parties, do you think? Well, it is such a good question, and I hate to respond with a wishy-washy answer, but you know what's interesting about this year? The answer is yes and no. Flexibility seems to continue to be the theme this year, not just in where people choose to work, because many people like yourself, as you mentioned, and myself continue to work remotely, Um, but flexibility continues to be the theme also in how we're planning on celebrating the holiday season. So we've been surveying our clients across Canada, um, and what we're discovering is there are five common themes for holiday parties this year, and I'll share them with you and the listeners. First common theme we're seeing is this real real focus on flexibility. Companies are giving their employees choices in how to celebrate the holidays. So some companies are giving their employees three choices. They're allowing them to, to organize small, small, intimate team in-person dinners or gatherings, which is a nice step from where we saw last year, where frankly, we're all basically hosting virtually. Um, The second choice is a virtual holiday party or virtual event again, but they're also giving their employees the opportunity to do something on their own. So if they want to have dinner with their spouse on behalf of the organization, fantastic. So those are some companies that they're giving the people three choices. Some companies are deciding that all the vaccination rates continue to rise and COVID cases are on the decline. The sensible choice is just to do another virtual celebration this year. Now, some companies are hosting a live holiday party, but, but frankly, this is the outlier, especially if the company has more than 20 employees. We're seeing many of those not choose to go back to just an overarching holiday party. And then some companies are setting a budget for individual team leaders to just organize a small gathering. Um, and what we're seeing is because companies are becoming more geographically distributed than ever before, There's a real focus around blending together the live and virtual party to ensure that every employee, regardless of where they're geographically living and working, have the opportunity to celebrate with their peers. 
It makes sense because everyone has a different comfort level with this, and it can yeah. be difficult to organize something where people feel differently. Uh, and what you, but you also want to make people feel included. You're right. Uh, it, it's really it's interesting. This year is just offering up a tremendous amount of nuance, and I think it's a good thing because we're starting to shift here beyond the razor's edge of of, of 2020 within the pandemic and companies are starting to look differently at, at their organization, at their people and ensuring that they're supporting the health and wellness and also understanding, you know, what do people want here? Not just in the holiday party, but also in where they want to work. Right. So these nuances are starting to shift. And what we've been seeing is 88% of companies moving forward are introducing flexible working strategies within the organization. What that's doing is actually changing the whole game where companies have access to a larger talent pool. So, for example, a London-based business may not be, home, may not be uh, hiring and supporting just London-based employees any longer. Right? They have access to a great talent pool, but that's changing how they need to support their employees. And one of the recommendations that we're making to companies when they're trying to determine what do we do about the holiday season this year is, Ask your employees. It's very, very simple. Find out if the team even wants a holiday party. Because to your point, people have different levels of comfort right now. Like, yes, vaccination rates are on the rise. Booster shots are available. But but there still is a level of comfort that you have to take a look and really evaluate within your teams. And then also get a good understanding around where they're physically based at this point, because that will help you determine what you want to do moving forward with holiday parties. And just finally, I mean, that kind of fits into the overall theme of, you know, how people return to the office. I I feel like talking to the employees, feeling what they want helps employers figure out how they can kind of manage everyone where you might have people in different locations. Yeah, you are exactly right. So what's interesting today is we are seeing such a dramatic shift in where, when, and what people call work. And I'll give you a couple of, of facts, which is interesting. ADP Canada um, launched a survey this year. It's a survey they've been doing for 30 years, and they asked their employ- they asked all the um, all the responders, um, thousands of Canadian workers, uh, what the what their top workplace benefits were. And for the first time in 30 years, the ability to work flexibly is the number one benefit, superseding pay and benefits, which is really interesting. So we're seeing this big shift where companies have been working remotely for the last 20 months. Now they're starting to look at how they can continue to ensure that they're supporting their employee base who want less commute time, who want more time away from the office outside of traditional working hours. And they want to be able to spend that time with within their other interests or with friends, family by eliminating a commute and still driving great productivity at work. So this world is completely shifting towards flexibility and hybrid working. And that's changing how managers need to lead their teams because they're going to have a more geographically disparate team than ever before. So virtual tools, virtual learning, uh, in, in addition to live opportunities to gather are going to be the norm moving forward. It's it's really interesting, and uh, time flies. Uh, uh, Wayne, I certainly appreciate the perspective today. Thank you very much. Thanks, Devin. All the best, and happy holidays, everyone. To you as well. That is uh, Wayne Thanks. Berger, president of IWG Americas.